Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome to the show. She, of course, is the twin sister of Terrence Crutcher, whose name we're going to keep going, keep saying, so that he remains in our in our minds. His life was taken by a horrible person, a police officer. She's the founder of the Tulsa Community Remembers Co- Coalition. She's been on the show several times. There's some amazing things going on right now with the Tulsa uh, the survivors of the massacre. But let's bring her in. Dr. Tiffany Crutcher, welcome back. Hi. Hi, Karen. How are you? You have me over here pumped up <laughs> and laughing well, at the just, same time. I, I just I, I just need us to get there. You know, and we've been there. So to, to call up and say, this is something we've never done. I'm like, um, we got whole ass amendments to the Constitution that... Yeah. that happened because black people uh knew how to navigate this law these legal right. these legal streets we've had communities not just wilmington not just tulsa not just rose i mean we we've had thrive we 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 built economies in this country so to say this is something that's never happened you are not a student of history so i feel like you know i when i look at black wall street you know the new york times did that 3d walk down the blocks right. we don't have anything like that today Nowhere, not even Atlanta, has what they had in Tulsa a hundred years ago. Nowhere. Amazing. And you're from there. Talk a little bit about, you know, what's going on right now. I read uh, that somebody donated a million dollars to the survivors. Did you see that? Yes. uh, A couple out of New York, uh, a huge family foundation, and they will be on ground tomorrow to present this check uh, a combined $1 million to the uh, three last known living survivors. And uh, we're, we're really, really grateful because we all know, Karen, that this city hasn't done right uh, by this community, by those living survivors, by the descendants such as myself and my family. And so we we consider this a gift and we're being very careful to make sure that people don't think that this is reparations. It's simply a gift. And so I wanna put that out there Uh, the city of Tulsa, uh, the state of Oklahoma, the Tulsa Development Authority, the the Oklahoma National Guard, they owe, they owe us. And so uh, we're we're making sure that that narrative uh, is clear, um, that anything given to the survivors or descendants right now from individuals who just care about this issue uh, is simply a gift. But we wanna make sure that the entities who are still in existence today um, that they pay and, and, and they pay us the repair, the respect and the restitution that's, that's due us. Because so we're that, excited that, about that, that. That, that massacre was government sanctioned. <laughs> that was a government sanctioned massacre and they should pay. And we're talking about the Tulsa massacre, of course, 108 year old Miss Viola Fletcher, 107 year old Mrs. Lessie Benningfield Randall, mother Randall, 101 year old Mr. Hughes, Van Ellis, they all will receive tomorrow a million dollars that comes as a gift from Ed and Lisa Mitzen. Mitzen. Uh, they are a New York-based nonprofit, which is called Business for Good Foundation. They felt that uh, they, were, they felt compelled after seeing and hearing and reading about the survivors to come and, and do this. They felt in their heart it's the least they could do. But so what what is the what is the government of Tulsa doing? It's at least that these people, they're not even from Tulsa, they're from New York, giving a million dollars tomorrow. Yeah, well, they're simply denying what happened uh, or 
you know, I don't, there's this thing called plausible deniability, but uh, the mayor continues to, to say that he doesn't believe that taxpayers who are living today in Tulsa should pay for what happened 100 years ago. Uh, and this is what he's saying, but, you know, I have to keep going back to this. I'm looking at the atrocity that's happening in Ukraine and nobody is complaining about the taxpayers paying uh, to rebuild and to restore uh, because of what Russia did. And so uh, we believe that Ukraine will be rebuilt before Black Wall Street, before Come 40 on. square blocks. Put that in you- perspective. Let's sit with that for a second. We had, I think the, the Congress with no hesitation, I think, it was $800 million or is it like, it was a lot of money. I, Billions. Give me, yeah. the, give me the correct amount that we sent to Ukraine. In this country, there's been harm done and there's no capacity to make repair. <laughs> America <sighs> believes in repair. I, I do believe that, but just not for black people. That's Come what on. I'm starting to understand. We believe in repair, but just not for blacks in America, enslaved Africans. That's that's what they don't believe. and so. Um, you know, we're pushing, we had a historic ruling. Uh, I know, uh, Karen, you've talked about it. You were following it. Uh, that happened on May 2nd, where Oklahoma judge Carolyn Wall handed down a decision uh, denying the city's motion to dismiss our case for what happened 100 years ago, in part, but also granting. Uh, and so we don't know what that means. Uh, before I got on, DeMario texted me and said, I'm running down to the courthouse. Uh, there may be an order that the judge um, has filed. We don't know if it's the order from that hearing. We don't know what it is. So I'm waiting on him. He sends his regards, but we are um, really excited because whatever it is, we know we can prove it. And this is what the city did not want. They didn't want us to go to discovery. They didn't want us to to, to present evidence and experts, Um, but we know what happened. They've they've admitted to it, The, the Chamber of Commerce A few years ago, like a year before the centennial, they thought that all of the survivors were gone. They didn't know that there were three uh, still living and they made this 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 shallow apology. And the mayor, you know, launched the mass graves investigation. And then here we are. And so we believe that we can prove our case if we're allowed to go to trial. And we all know what happened. And it's unfortunate that our stories were erased from the textbooks. I went to school right on Greenwood at Carver Junior High and they didn't teach me anything about this in Oklahoma history. It wasn't until I went off to college and learned about it. Wow. You know, from other people. And so a lot going on in Tulsa, a lot lot of good and a lot of bad and ugly, uh, as you know, with the critical race theory uh, law that was passed with the anti-protest laws that were were passed. And so we're doing everything we know to do to disrupt. We're bringing Nicole Hannah-Jones for the 101 year anniversary uh, to talk about her book, The 1619 Project that the Oklahoma legislature tried to ban uh, from public schools. And so we will be doing it in a public school at at Booger T. Washington High School. And uh, we're excited to have her come and uh, commemorate with us. And so we're gonna keep fighting for repair, respect, and restitution, just as long as those survivors, Uncle Red, Mother Randall, Mother Fletcher, I mean, to see them sitting in the courtroom and not complaining one time, 
you know, for six hours, mm. no complaints. How dare we complain uh, about what's happening? These individuals clawed their way through this nation's worst times, mm -hmm. through Jim Crow, through the civil rights movement, current no, they, day what's they, happening. They, they survived not only the massacre, but also a pandemic a hundred years ago. And then this one as well. Like they've lived through two pandemics. We're talking about 108 year old mother Fletcher, 107 year old mother Randall and 101 year old that uh, Mr. Uh, Hughes Van Ellis. It is incredible. Tiffany Crutcher is here. She is of course the sister of Terrence Crutcher who uh, gunned down by uh, a, a soulless person who couldn't see his humanity. She's also the founder of the Tulsa Community Remembrance Coalition. Last time you were here, several of our listeners purchased bricks for uh, the memorial project that you are heading up. And they reached out to me and are like, what happened with the brick? You know how y'all are. No yes, grace. Yes. We're going to give grace. So I was like, Tiffany, what happened with the brick? So you're here. Yes. Well, I, I, I appreciate your grace, Karen. And, and I'm asking all of your listeners to, to, to continue to extend that, that grace and, uh, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Um, the pandemic happened and it halted a lot. And right when the pandemic happened, uh, my mother was one of those individuals who uh, lost her life to COVID uh, while she was fighting for her son, Terrence. And uh, we didn't expect it to happen, but the pandemic happened. Uh, the killing of George Floyd, we, we took it to the streets. Then Donald Trump came to town. Uh, I'm on the front lines, you know, trying to counter all of this. Then we jump on a mayor's ballot. You had us on, Karen, when we did that. Then Julius Jones uh, and then the Centennial and so on and so forth. And so uh, what we ended up doing is postponing um, the fundraiser because we got a huge opportunity. Here's the silver lining to move the location from the original site, which was going to be housed uh, on the site of the historic Vernon AME Church, which is about a half an acre. But if you all know about Tulsa and the gentrification, there's a university, uh, which is the biggest landowner in Tulsa, in Greenwood. And they offered to give us five acres. And so we're working through that process now, trying to figure out if they're gonna transfer and give some of that land back to the community so we can build the memorial bigger uh, and better. And so, of course, whoever purchased the brick, they were just $100. It, 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 it really wasn't about the fundraising, raising thousands of dollars from individuals. It was about allowing our community to invest in something so we can say we've built something for us by us. Usually brick fundraisers, a brick is $10,000 or $25,000. But I want it for our community to have an entry point where they can say, we did this together. So of course, it's gonna take millions of dollars uh, to build this. I've already raised a million dollars um, uh, outside of the BRIC fundraiser. And so uh, I did send an update to anyone who actually bought a BRIC. You got an email sharing you know, the excitement of a potentially bigger location so we can do it bigger and better. And so I'm excited about that. So that's the update. Uh, I look forward to, to hearing back from the board of trustees uh, at OSU Tulsa. We, we met with them. They were excited about it. Uh, they were in support of it. And so now we're going through the logistics and uh, the legal strategies to make sure that everything is done right. And as we do that, uh, we will continue to, 
to, to raise money. And, and we're doing this uh, with, with our partners, our remembrance work with Mr. Brian Stevenson and the Equal Justice Initiative. You've been to Montgomery. That's where I got my inspiration from, you know, to, to really do this remember, remembrance work and erect historical markers and uh, erect murals. And we know that symbolism, but uh, again, remember there was a conspiracy uh, of silence, Karen. Mm -hmm. And so we have to make sure that we educate future generations so this doesn't happen again. And so, um, you know, I'm open for anyone to email me at Tiffany at TerrenceCrutcherFoundation.org uh, to answer your questions, but know that we are still working. Uh, we are still fighting to reimagine what Black Wall Street can become uh, because we did it before. Uh, we believe we can do it again, but we're, we're up against so many giants. But the Mario Solomon Simmons, I have to give him a shout out. He is on the front oh, lines, yes. he is on unapologetic fire. fighting, <laughs> and, and I love him so much. And so yeah. uh, that's the update on the BRIC campaign. Okay. Tiffany at Terrence, 1R, Terrence, E-N-C-E, E-N-C-E, Crutcher, Terrence Crutcher, what's the word? Foundation.org. Foundation. Okay. Terrence Tiffany Crutcher. at TerrenceCrutcherFoundation.org. Yes, right. ma'am. Let's take a call or two as we uh, before we go to break. Jay in D.C. has a question for you. So I'll take him. Uh, thank you very much, Karen. I have a question. I, Washington Post put a story out, I believe it was last year I read it, it was fascinating. There's a different alternative narrative of what happened because, you know, the true story of what happened may never actually be known in, in factual detail. And that being that the two, the uh, male and the female, the uh, young man, young woman, uh, might have been actually lovers. Dick Rowland and uh, the woman in the elevator? Yes, they okay, were. Okay, what and what difference would that make uh, at all? Well, it was you know there was riots going on all across the country. That was just a trend. No, nineteen summer nineteen nineteen, which is Red Summer. There's a whole book about that, and I think we should tweet that out so people can read, actually read some things. But you know, to call up to say you you saw a story in the Washington Post that they might have been lovers. Does that justify the decimation of an entire community over a two day period? Uh, not at all. I think oh. to the to the to the opposite. I think that the, the the official narrative actually is there to try to somewhat justify the, okay. the sheer barbarism of what took place. Okay. All right. So, um, but it makes more sense to me that you know that was not a, any kind of rape or assault. That you know that they were in fact had a relationship, mm -hmm. and because the, the day that it happened, that the the incident in the elevator happened was actually a holiday. And it's, it's in the uh, the notes from the commission that came up with the official, um, I understand, the official narrative. So it just made sense to me because this is out here. Other people have this theory uh, that the, it was different scenario because the boy was, the man was not lynched. Um, and they both left Tulsa. And it was, and I think it was the history of what happened to her and him was still fuzzy. Okay. So um, Tiffany think... Crutcher, you are in Tulsa. Uh, the story of Dick Rowland and, and the accusation of him uh, assaulting or doing something untoward to that woman on the elevator uh, that then led to uh, people, the men that had just come back from World War One in Tulsa, that very vibrant community of Greenwood not allowing him to be lynched. And then that was just, but this had been a drumbeat that they were waiting for an excuse to come there with the jealousy yes. Uh, they yeah. were waiting to come and level that. They were just looking for an excuse. But what yes. what, what is what's the narrative? 
Tiffany Crutcher. Uh, you know, you know the narrative. We we know Dick Rowland's cousins uh, who are uh, living, and I'm not sure what the narrative is. I'm I'm not really focused on you know if they were lovers, if they ran off to Kansas City. I've heard those stories, um, but we just don't know. But what I do know, uh, as you stated, Karen, is that it was simply an excuse and. This, this, this massacre was incited by a lie, you know, just like the insurrection was incited by a lie. Mm. And those are white supremacist tactics and, and justifications to do what they do. And, and that's to destroy, kill and steal from black people. And so um, it was always a white woman at the center of the lynchings during the Jim Crow eras. It was always like Emmett Till uh, in the civil rights era. It was always that narrative but at the end of the day it was inevitable they saw how prosperous uh the citizens of greenwood were the most prosperous economic enterprise uh in the grim days of jim crow and they didn't like it and so that was the the, the small excuse for them to come across those infamous railroad tracks at greenwood and archer and do what they did so uh we're focused on now repair That's right. and restitution. And, um, you know, but I've heard that story. Uh, I'm hearing some, some new uh, narratives come out like they weren't together. They didn't know each other. So I, I don't know what's true and what's not, but what we do know is that it was inevitable uh, during that time. And what we do know is that an entire community was leveled and decimated. And what we do know is that there are three people who lived through that. And what we do know is that the entire uh, town of Greenwood needs to be repaired and those three individuals in particular. And I'm grateful that somebody is going to gift them a million dollars tomorrow, but that's not nearly enough. As you mentioned, I mentioned 800 million given to Ukraine and another 40 billion, 40 billion to be voted on by our government, which will probably go through to give, to give to Ukraine. And you said Ukraine will be rebuilt before black wall street. That is stunning, and we should not sit back and allow that to happen. Not on our time. This is this country. Tiffany Crutcher, let me first send, send you my condolences to the, for the loss of your matriarch, of your family. Um, that can't be easy while you're out here fighting all of these fights on these fronts um, to actually not have your mom with you, your mother who had to sit through watching her son get his life taken, your twin brother, and now you're still doing the work that you're doing. We're going to always support, so always contact us tell demario brother we got you um and i thank you for the efforts that you uh, are out there both of you on the front lines thank you so much thank you so much karen i love you and we appreciate you yes tiffany crutcher you can follow her at tiffany crutcher as well as tiffany at terrence crutcher foundation.com hey this is karen hunter you can listen to the karen hunter show live every monday through friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.